Hello there. It's been a while since I last recorded a podcast. It's been very busy with life and work. And yeah, you know how it is sometimes. Life just takes over. But I thought I'll take a time, take some time today, as it's Friday, to record a new podcast. And I was looking over the different topics that I've written about lately and thought about lately. And one one that has really stuck with me and that I wrote also a blog about recently is the pandemic, the pandemic flex syndrome. And really to, what that is about is about how it is for us to live and work in a in a very uncertain world. And something that of course the pandemic brought upon us, but now also the uh, all the the ambiguous situation and the security situation in Europe. And I'm I'm from Finland myself, so so the war in Ukraine definitely hits close, and all the questions and uncertainty about the, the safety and security and the peace in Europe. So uh, so it seems like these challenging, uncertain, and volatile times that we're working that we've lived and worked in for a couple of years now continue. And it can feel very daunting and very difficult. And it's something I think we all share. So I wanted to share with you um, a few thoughts I have about it here. And as I said that I've wrote in a recent post called The Pandemic Flux, A Life in an Extended Liminal Lane, Understanding and Coping with Prolonged Stress and Uncertainty. So there was one article that kind of jumped up popped up for me when I was researching how to deal with uncertain time. And that was, that was the pandemic flux syndrome, which was coined by social psychologist, Amy Cuddy. And you can look her up um, for more of her research on the topic and writing about how to deal with uncertainty in our lives. So basically uh, what we're talking about is that what the impact on our mental health and well-being and emotions and um, all aspects of our lives and being is when we're living in these uncertain times and also volatile times. And what is the pandemic flux syndrome, as what she called it? It basically means that the flux term, or, or, or it comes from flux, which means that something is in constant change. When you think about something is in flux or that someone is in flux, that means that some, someone is perhaps changing their minds all the time or that something is constantly changing. So it could also be, for example, when we think about the flow of water, which is constantly changing. So that's, that, that's what it means when something is in flux. So when we think about the flux that we have experienced uh, the last two years and still continuing now, especially for those of us who are in Europe, those of you who are there, uh, is that it, it can cause a lot of stress and anxiety because of the constant I, A, for because of the changes in, 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 in life, in the world, in what's happening around us and changes that we aren't, you know, the instigators to. We're not at the beginning. We're not starting them. It's happening to us, which, for example, was during the pandemic when we were expecting it and hoping that it would end and it just kept on going. And it just kept on changing. Uh, and we thought that it was over and then there was a new wave and so forth. And uh, so so that the whole situation can cause a lot of stress and anxiety is in, in us. 
what what we talk about or, or what we describe this state that we're in is the liminal state it's basically that you're stuck between two phases two different states you haven't you you haven't left one state of being or one reality in a way or a context behind and moved into the next phase but you're stuck in between them and could be because of your own choice but could be as it's in the current situation because of external events happening to us the situation in the world so the pandemic or or any other certain uncertainties so so living and being in this liminal state can be also very stressful because we don't know what's happening there's so much ambiguity the future might look may look very vague and kind of covered in fog. So it's difficult to adjust and it's difficult to move on, which may, which makes sense. So uh, so why it's also so hard for us, and that's what psychologists talk about, is because we we are constantly living in surge capacity. And if you've been looking at the news lately. There's a huge, for example, surge in refugees leaving Ukraine right now. And they're really working on or, or existing on their surge capacity to survive, basically meaning that they're using that extra capacity, that extra mental and emotional capacity we have that will help us survive and cope when there's threats to our survival and distress. But that's also something that we all experience mentally and emotionally when, when, when we're going through challenging situations. And that's also something that we've experienced during the pandemic. And, and to describe what it is also, it's basically when we talk about, for example, hospitals and healthcare, we, we talk about hospitals having a surge capacity, meaning they have built in a capacity in the strategic plan to handle a, a sudden influx, for example, of patients, like a 50% increase. That's the surge capacity. We all have that surge, surge capacity, which is, of course, great. Uh, it's a wonderful thing to have because it helps us survive and, and deal and work through, live through challenging times. But it also wears us down if the need for being in a surge capacity does not uh, disappear or diminish. And that's, for example, something that happened through us with the COVID and with the different new waves coming in. So, and that will wear and tear on our coping strategies, on our energy, on the energy we have to deal with stress and with difficulties and with ambiguity. And why am I talking about this today? Because it's important to be aware of this as we're thinking about that how we're living our lives, our states of mind, our feeling of happiness and content and health, but also in our ability to perform tasks, perhaps at home, but also perform tasks at work, to do the things that we normally do and accomplish uh, the goals that we perhaps in normal, so good normal situations would set for us. And it's also something that's important for us to remember as managers and leaders of people that what we have experienced during the last few years and still experiencing is something that wears us down and also diminishes the people's ability to function and perform at the normal level as we have before. So that's something that's important to remember. So what can we do about this? Here's a few tips. Manage our expectations. 
be realistic. Uh, and one thing when we think about also managing expectations is to just roll with it, meaning not to gripe and whine and try to uh, get stuck on the negative or get stuck on the negative feelings and aspects of the situation, but instead try try to accept what's going on so, or, or not accept it in a way to not wanting to change it, but to really look at what's possible and to use our energy, our mental and cognitive energy towards actions and behaviors that's, that's realistic for us. So to do accept that way reality and work within it and see what can we do to help ourselves, to help the world, to to do continue to function and to perform. So that's one thing. The other one is to focus on the positive. And I'm not talking on the toxic positivity that's been mentioned a lot lately, where we just try to pretend and that everything's okay and say that, hey, just get over it. That's not how life works. We know that. But it's more about approaching challenging situations and challenge challenges in our life and at work from a positive perspective, meaning that we are looking for ways to cope, looking for ways to, to resolve problems. So, so to focus on problem solving and finding solutions and looking for help. At the same time, also acknowledging that we need help and we need extra time to, for example, to take care of ourselves and to perhaps do things. Life is not normal in a way. Which brings us to self-care. So all this prolonged stress, the ambiguous situation, we're real, the uncertainty uh, leads us, can lead, as I mentioned before, to this, our surge capacity running on empty, which means that we have to refuel. We have to take extra time to take care of ourselves, take care of our well-being, self-care. I know self-care is spoken about a lot too lately. Maybe you're getting tired of the whole subject. But just back to basics, just like you have to service your car every year so that it goes through the, you know, the annual checkup, or you have to upgrade your phone or, you know, all the different things we have that we have to service so that they function. You also need to do that yourself. Uh, You can't just uh, run on, for example, surge capacity forever without needing a break and without taking care of yourself. So what can you do? Simple things. I go out for walks, exercise, uh, make, try to eat healthy to the extent possible. We, all, we, we tend to fall into eating unhealthy when we stress. So kind of check in on that. And at work, just make sure that you build in breaks. Uh, I am a big believer in the 90-minute rule, meaning that if every 90 minutes you need to stand up and take a brief break so that you can focus. Using focus spurts, for example, that's something for you to uh, look up. I'll talk about that another time. So make sure to break up uh, your days so you're not just sitting and 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 really so you're building, up sim- building in simple ways to take care of yourself. Finally, community. I often talk about community. We cannot go, we cannot live life alone. We all know that. Like, um, you know, man is not an island. We sometimes say so. We are by nature social animals. And it's important to remember that. And we need each other for to thrive and to survive. That's how it's always been through evolution. So help each other, reach out to each other, 
see how you can work together. For example, spend some ex ex extra time at work to build this support system, to support each other, talk about what you're going through and the stressors you are, you are uh, experiencing. And why is this so important from a leadership? So living and leading and living well, as I like to talk about. Because as leaders, we, we in particular have a a huge responsibility to take care of ourselves so as to not run on empty and deplete our search capacity and our, our capacity to function and lead and to make uh, make the right decisions. Similarly, also to remember to have empathy for the people you lead. So empathy for yourself and empathy for the people you need so as to create a healthy and supportive work environment where we can all continue to perform, uh, to achieve the goals to support our clients, our stakeholders, while or without running, uh, you know, running on empty with our capacity and our energy. So that's why I'm talking about this topic today on this Friday afternoon on March the 4th, when the world again has, um, has become a uncertain and ambiguous and also volatile place. And I wish you a good weekend. Uh, I wish you to take care of yourself, stay safe, and uh, let's all work towards a happier, healthier, and more peaceful and loving world where we can all thrive. Thank you. <laughs>